Hello, friends. So big day today. Big day. We have reached inbox zero on the LiveWire repository and the Alpine repository and the Sushi repository. And pretty much every other repository except uh, LiveWire Sortable, which I haven't paid attention to in forever. And I think I'm going to at least just make sure it's still kicking. Um, But yeah, so here's the thing. I am not good I have not been good at maintaining open source in a long time. There was a period of novelty where it's like reasonable and the tasks are reasonable. But then when you, you know, when a tool that's complicated becomes popular and more complicated, it becomes a lot to maintain. But I still want to move the project forward. I want to dream up new ideas. I want to build new projects. I want to record screencasts and all those things and do products and make money and all of those things. And maintenance is always a thing that takes the back seat. And then, so I kind of ignore it while I'm working on all the other things. And then it gets to this like really ridiculous level. And then I go, uh, I gotta, I gotta really focus on this and crush as much as I can. It's, it's just like my office becoming a mess and then me crushing it and cleaning it all and whatever. So, um, yeah, so I'm hoping to change that. And Josh Hanley has helped a lot with this in the past and Philo and Adrian and folks like them, but specifically Josh, he's been awesome with the open source side. And so for a long time, we've been doing this thing where, okay, I can't keep up on, on the PRs and whatever. So Josh, you just stay in the community. You, you know, scour issues and discussions and make me a silver platter list of things I need to address. And then we'll sit down and we'll address them. And that's worked pretty well for a while it's at least helped us to stay on top of things a little bit better than if i'm just ignoring things but nonetheless uh i told you we've talked about this i think but i listened to that episode of the laravel podcast with taylor and adam and taylor still manages pull requests on every repository like he's the one who merges everything which is crazy Dries handles issues and does there's a lot of other people doing a lot of other stuff but he still does that which is nuts. And all the the Laravel repositories are pretty much at inbox zero all the time. And it's been that way for a long time. Um, And I think Tailwind is pretty similar with Adam. Um, And so, yeah, it's just kind of seemed like an impossibility for me to both be creative and passionate about a project, like a new project and a new initiative or a feature or something, and maintain all the current stuff. Um, but I'm endeavoring to change that. So first step was cleaning my room and getting rid of all the open pull requests. So for the past few weeks, this started, so Josh and I started really kind of like deciding to tear the, to burn this all down when we were at like 60 pull requests, which is way too many. Um, typically we're at hover around like 20, but we were up to 60 because I forget, like I remember it was a very specific reason that I stopped like keeping up with the PRs whatever the I think the data table series I just ignored pull requests for like a month and then it got like really really bad and so it got to 60 and so we started just burning them down closing the easy ones closing the docs ones you know um, closing the ones that that are like don't make any sense or whatever but then we were left with like 50 or something I don't even know I forget how far down we got it but as soon as I I got back from the vacation that I just told you about. As soon as I like started work again, I just, I've just made it my a hundred percent mission for a hundred percent of my waking time that I'm not helping with a baby to just be crushing pull requests and getting to zero. And so I've been doing that and finally did it. And yes, last night, right before the bills game, 
which they lost, which is a huge bummer. I normally don't care about sports, but I cared about that game. And yeah, we got to inbox zero and we're, we woke up and we had, we we're not at inbox zero. <laughs> so, I, and I wanted to tweet, I'm at inbox zero. So I spent like two hours working on a pull request to, to then tweet that we're at inbox zero, but yeah, it feels so good. So here's the plan. How am I going to prevent this from happening in the future? So the thing is I, I keep up on my email. I've kept up on my email inbox for a long time. I think I, I didn't keep up on it. Then I moved to Hey in the like um, that email service by the Basecamp folks, and that that whole product is built around keeping Inbox Zero. But that got to a point where it was too much work. So then I switched to back to Gmail and their view where it's like the important emails, the sort of less important emails, and then the transactional, really not important marketing emails. And that has really helped me a lot because. I have only the important stuff in a bin that like I'll mark as red. And I, I'm not like closing things. I'm just marking them as red. Whatever. We don't have to get into my email workflow. But I keep up on emails. Emails don't really get past me anymore. I see everyone and I respond to pretty much everyone. Um, so that's that's great. Good for you, Caleb. I've successfully done that with email. And now support, that's been something that I've taken over from Jason in the past two months or so. And now I have to do with the Livewire product. So that's something new for me. I've also slacked on support in the past, but now I wake up every morning, I check my email inbox and then I check support and it's manageable. If you just do, you know, the one or two that are in there and not let it build up to 10 or 20 and then it becomes unmanageable and you dread it. So I've been pretty good about that. So I'm hopeful that I can do the same with, with uh, GitHub pull requests. And one way that I'm doing it, so I actually messaged Taylor. I was like, what, are you using GitHub notifications? Like, there's no way, like, how, how do you manage this stuff? And he's like, yeah, no, I never look at notifications. He sent me basically a link to his, or like a picture of, if you go to GitHub and you go to, um, I think it, like, if you just go to your dashboard and then you click in the menu, like you're not in a repository, but you click in like the hamburger menu or something and you click pull requests, it'll show you all the pull requests that you have open, like that you've submitted and are open right now in a table. But you can actually modify this and filter it by pull requests, not by you on specific repositories and basically get a big list of all the pull requests open on all your repositories. And it's a one place, one-stop shop for all pull requests. It's not as noisy as notifications and it's not as specific as visiting each repo individually. So this I have high hopes for. So here's the workflow. I open up a new tab in Chrome and I use the shortcuts. So I don't like a bookmarks bar, so this is kind of the equivalent. There's shortcuts, you know, in Chrome. So I just created shortcuts in order for everything I need to do every morning. First one is my email inbox. Second one is support emails. Third one is GitHub pull requests. Fourth one is Twitter. And so I don't, I, ideally, I don't really touch Twitter until I get through that stuff. And then I'm trying to make it part of my workflow to switch accounts to the Livewire and the Alpine account and retweet things that people say about Livewire and Alpine, projects people post, things like that. Because I just ignore those accounts entirely, which is silly because they have like 10,000 followers or more or something. And people like tag the accounts, but I never do anything with them. So that's, this is the day-to-day -day workflow improvements that I've needed forever. I still have to solve the problem of like making sure that I'm regularly releasing screencasts, uh, tagging releases and doing write-ups for those releases, sending just general tip emails, update emails, 
Um, those are all the things that I have to do to keep the ship afloat, ideally, you know, in a perfect world. So I, I think if I get the day-to-day figured out, if I really pin this down to get like a really good workflow and I'm really productive in the morning and don't start the fun stuff until like 10, 11 or noon, which is what Taylor does. He said about 11 is when he's done with the boring stuff and then he can work on like something deep. So that's kind of the plan. Um, and I hope I stick to it, man. I really hope I stick to it. It feels great right now, but uh, these, these sorts of things always feel great when you just start them. Um, but yeah, it feels clean to me. It feels like not revolutionary. Just, uh, yeah. So I'm excited about it. Um, but yeah, for the foreseeable future, I'm dedicating basically till 11 a.m. to keeping up all the projects, keeping the paint fresh, walking around with a bucket of paint, making sure everything looks and feels good. So I'm excited about it. Um, by the way, shout out to Ian Landsman. He That last episode I recorded about Disney and their paint buckets, he messaged me. He's like, can I get your Airbnb address? I'm going to send something to you. I had no idea what it was. Um, and it came that same day. Thank you, Amazon. And it's called Be Our Guest, Perfecting the Art of Customer Service. Uh, it's by the Disney Institute. So I'm excited to dig into that. Um, thank you, Ian Landsman, for that. All right. So good talk. Um, I'll talk to you uh, later, huh? All right. I'll see you.